unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail War Zone Podcast. I'm happy to say that this is my third year in a row I haven't had to participate. Hence the marked safe from Black Friday. All right, so we'll go through like all the quick stuff real real fast and um then then we'll talk about the day. So first thing, this comes from the New York Post. Black Friday is back. Lines return on shopping's busiest day. Here's some pictures. Um it's interesting though, because looking at the financial side of it, what we'll see here in just a second, I don't think it was as big as, you know, these pictures would represent versus past years. Um, here you go. This is from the street. More workers than shoppers. Scenes from an anemic Black Friday. Uh, uh, Best Buy in Orlando. Um, that was their crowd at 5 a.m. 31 people. And then the other one, uh, Black Friday total bust. Uh, the deals suck. And there's literally more tar- work, more workers at Target than shoppers. Not one person in line. So that was fantastic. Um, and then... Business Insider did a great job having several articles today. Uh, this was, I'm sure this was terrible. Uh, Black Friday shopper said that Walmart's website temporarily malfunctioned and said every single item was out of stock. So did the people yell at the computer and ask them to look in the back? Um, short lines, no crowds, few signs of Black Friday chaos at big box retailers. Um, this was another interesting one. We visited two Walmart stores more than 2,000 miles away on Black Friday and found sparse crowds on both coasts. But in some exciting stuff, when we get to talking about the labor movement, you got the Teamsters today announced that they were backing the Amazon strike. Uh, BBC reported protesters hit Amazon buildings on Black Friday. Strikes or protests are planned in 20 countries on one of the busiest days of the year for retail. And then there was the excellent thing that happened in North Carolina. Um, Walmart workers that walked off the job on strike in Mooresville. Uh, that's great on Black Friday. But unfortunately, you know, there's always a downside. And there, you know, although it seemed to go off without a hitch, there was some violence, unfortunately. Um, and we had this, uh, the Durham mall closed after three people shot, including a 10 year old, uh, props pro to rage to send me that, uh, blame tag also keyed me in on it as well. So that's terrible. But this other one's very interesting. Walmart security shot Kennewick robber. Now, wait a minute. It says a loss prevention officer at the Walmart location shot a robbery suspect. When did Walmart LP start packing heat? That is crazy to me. Has anybody heard anything about that? That is just totally bizarre. And then on our random news of the day, there at the top, that is the retail war zone in Portuguese, which I find amusing as hell. Um, there's the article that I was in. Um, actually, you know, I'd send it to a bunch of you guys and Irish was like, that was actually longer than anticipated. It was actually, you know, pretty long and the thing pretty much ended up with me. So that was cool. And then on the right here, this is just something I wanted to bring up in case you haven't seen it. Controversial squid games toy has players shooting each other in the head. This is a kid's toy. I mean, I think I'm probably the only person on the planet that hasn't seen squid games. Um, but what the hell is that? <laughs> so 
so that's where we're at. Um, so let me take a look at the uh, chat. Hello, Joey. Um, Greyhawk says, my Walmart LP doesn't pack heat. What the hell? I, I know. I saw that, and I was like, what? <laughs> Good evening, hybrid. Uh, this year, it wasn't the customers. Even when the registers went down, they were calm, and we were joking with them. It was the, my team themselves. Yeah, that's that's rare. Um <laughs> Joey says, one of our managers warned the cashiers to only keep so much cash in the register and put everything else into the safe. That's smart. Um, Mariah Karen says, I saw a rumor that some stores had police with dogs for security, but I couldn't find confirmation that it was true, so I didn't send it over. Amanda Marie, hi, you're at the works. So, since, since the gang's all here, so hybrid, tell us about the busted door. I want to hear the story. Like I said, I got a heads up on it, but uh, I don't know the details. I just know there was some name calling and whatnot. Greyhawk says, customers were bearable this year, and it blew my mind. One or two were carried up, but wow. Yeah, it's, it, it was extremely mild. I mean, you know, I think actually when, when the dust clears, I think we're going to find out that financially it wasn't good at all and uh, are definitely not what they were hoping for. And... um you know, one of the articles mentioned the fact there wasn't really a lot of door busters this year because of the quote unquote supply chain issues, which really most door busters are electronic merchandise and there's a chip shortage. So, you know, that's not really supply chain technically. Um, Russell says my kids talk about squid games, but to playing war as a kid's with stick for a gun, I shot plenty. As far as Walmart goes, shooting someone, I think all security officers should have a gun. You don't need one till you need one. I, I agree with that. I mean, it's kind of useless to have security in a retail establishment right now if they don't have a way to defend themselves. I mean, what are they going to do? Like, you know, you, you don't bring a box cutter to a gunfight. So I do believe if they're going to, you know, have security there that are to quote unquote serve and protect, so to speak, they should have a firearm. They, I mean, they should. I mean, hell, it just them walking around the store with a piece on their hip, you know, hopefully would be quite the deterrent for people to do stupid shit. Um, Philly says, according to my quote unquote, charming boss, it's a total failure and we are fucking retarded. He also, Oh, wow. Uh, chat's going crazy here. I gotta go to the other one here. Um, he also hasn't stocked the store properly in weeks and refused to do sales. Well, yeah, you know, if you don't do that, that'll get you. Um, I agree, Hero Tasers. Um, Philly says, so four panic attacks from him screaming and customer's attitude. Um, yes, I agree uh, with Walmart doing Black Friday deals all month. Help keep the crazy down, I think. Also agree with Army Security, yeah. Uh, okay, so... Hybrid says one employee was leaving for the day and didn't get his last 15. Another employee was making smart ass comments. And as the one was leaving, he opened the door too hard and it hit the wall and shattered. I don't blame the door shattering on the employee leaving. <laughs> wow. Um, Joey says my store has been having it sells all week. So there's not really any reason to go on black Friday. I agree with that. I think that, um, that there's a whole lot of that. Um, you know, they, they tried to spread it out and I don't know. 
I think from a PR standpoint, they could say it was, you know, to enhance safety of the shopping experience. But the reality is their inventories were stretched so thin on the kind of items people were looking for. They really didn't have much of a choice. I guess they figure, you know, let's get the dollars while we can get them. So if they start advertising that stuff early and they sell out, oh, well, they, they still, you know, it gives them a bigger window to sell the product. Um, Iris says, going back to the episode of Ireland versus the United States, the idea that we have to deal with armed customers is alien. That is something you shouldn't have to deal with. Yeah, the U.S. is, it, it, it's something else. <laughs> um, Hybrid says, obviously, you can see from the pick, it wouldn't be too hard to shatter it, but damn childish drama. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, so let me get this straight. That was an employee who broke the door? And did and but they didn't mean to do it on purpose. I'm I'm assuming. So, yeah, um, it was great. Uh, going back, I missed your comment. Blame tag on Black Friday. The chat was out of control. You said I've been lucky enough to never have worked for a retailer that did Black Friday. Wow, really? That was, that's a blessing. Um, Greyhawk says the only what the shit incident I had today was a customer blaming me for a TV company misspelling its own product name on the box. Yeah, I guess you were going to run out back and, you know, print them a a proper one, right? (laughs) Joey says the fake store manager totally fucked our break schedule. So they had me in a job that I never do. Everyone leaving 15 minutes early and half the breaks covered by to be determined oh boy i bet that was fun (laughs) um hero says online shopping allows the patient consumer to get the items they want for less at their leisure unless you want a video game console because your husband is like a lot of other people in this world i'm not patient when i'm trying to get a series x (laughs) into my cart and yell at my screen when target says they've sold it to me four different times then canceled the order 30 seconds later Mm -mm. there's no patience in the video game community just saying um hybrid says i could literally flip the black friday bingo card and swap out customer with employee wow man that's you know that's kind of rough you know you you would I actually find that fascinating and shocking at the same time that your your customer base was better behaved than your staff. That's a rarity. I think, is that what you meant by like the most embarrassing Black Friday in however many years? I assume so. Um, Mariah Karen says, I worked in a movie theater mall, so we got people coming in to unwind after shopping for the late shows, but not so much that it was super stressful. Uh, let me ask when you worked in movie theater, how terrible was Christmas? Cause I know that's like a big tradition. I've never taken part in going to the movies on Christmas. I have taken part in going to a Chinese restaurant, which my wife hates, but I like it. <laughs> Don't come between me and my video game. Steve hulks out. No, Steve just yelled at the TV a lot. I was like, why are you saying you have it? Why you, you, you've, you've, and then you've got that whole thing where you're looking at your bank account and you see charge reversal, charge reversal, charge reversal. And and you're like, what the hell? So I just gave up and got a series S I'll get a series X sometime later. Uh, 
<laughs> Greyhawk says, dude, that video game console nonsense. I'm tempted to believe that's exasperated by Microsoft and Sony. I worked in electronics for years, and I can tell you that they, they price fix and inventory control. Yes, I agree. I mean, there is a chip shortage. Um, that's well documented. It hasn't really hurt Nintendo, you know, but it's, it's a, a lesser powered console. But, you know, I, I think the scalpers are really what hurt it this year. Uh, the scalpers are out of control and that shows you how much needs to be done on like digital storefronts to prevent that. I mean, you know, they're going after everything now. I mean, you know, when they first released the, the series S and X, I mean, an hour after the pre-sales, they were already up on eBay for like a grand. I'm like, what the hell? Um, Let's see. Cashiers 30 minutes after their time begging, is it okay if I go to lunch yet? And the manager's panicking that all morning people left at 1 instead of one fifteen, not realizing they scheduled it. Oh, that's always good. <laughs> that's that's great. Um, Hybrid says they had consoles out two weeks ago and pulled them back for Black Friday. You know, I'm, I'm really shocked. That's where I thought I would see the violence was over the game consoles. But they behaved, you know. And now tomorrow we might see something totally different. They might not just have covered it today. Tomorrow we could wake up and be like, oh, God, it was it was worse than what we saw. But, yeah, um, Mariah Karen says the entire time of year was a nightmare, but Christmas Day was insanely busy, and it didn't stop until after New Year's. I just don't understand that going to the movies <laughs> on Christmas. I really don't. Um, Sean Isaac says, how many cheap TVs manufactured to die after warranty were sold today? All of them. <laughs> Oh, Hero says, what if the scalpers actually work for the electronic industry? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Greyhawk brings a good point. Nintendo is thriving under a supposed chip shortage. D&D is popular. Nintendo is dominant. Is it 1984 again? Well, I don't know because, you know, the the new Pokemon releases came out, uh, the remakes of uh, Diamond and Pearl, I believe. And I saw the sales figures from Japan it sold like 1.4 million copies in like the first five days. It's about to surpass animal crossings launch. Um, Joey says the only place I went today after work was a coffee shop on the outskirts of town, not a popular black Friday spot, but I bet it was peaceful. Wasn't it Joey? <laughs> oh, this is a great question from Irish. To myself or anyone else, which retailer was the most stressful to work for on Black Friday? Um, I'm going to have to say Kmart. Hands down. Terrible. And uh, let, let me let me explain how this cycle of bullshit went while everybody else gives their answers. So, as I had tweeted, you know, Kmart was the first company, big box, to open up on Thanksgiving. And like I said... Now there's only 13 Kmart's left, so karma's a bitch. But anyway, what happened was I had to go in and work overnight on Thanksgiving, okay? And they did this stupid thing. I've probably got the times wrong, but this is literally how this went. So I went in. Um, we were open on Thanksgiving. I go in, and we shut down at regular time. And then we had like an hour to put out this ad which was just a ridiculous amount of stickers and signs and stage everything. An hour later, we reopened and stayed open for like three or four hours. Then we had to get everybody out of the store. 
turn around, close again, set another ad. <laughs> and then a few hours later, reopen again. And I think we did that three times. The third time being like actually like five, 6 a.m., you know, Black Friday stuff. That was the night that, uh, <laughs> um, that the POS system went down at like 1130 at night and there was mad chaos and the dude got upset and took a shopping cart full of stuff and flipped it over. Like, I mean, he was a big dude. I mean, he literally picked a full shopping cart up and basically threw it in the air and shit goes everywhere. It was just like, what the hell? So, um, Russell says dollar tree. Uh, Oh, oh, y'all ain't got no sales. No heifer. It's a dollar. Yeah. I remember that people were like you ain't got it's a dollar. What do we? What are we? Okay, you know you can get a what was it, Russell? Seventy nine cent candy bar at that point in time was it seventy nine? Um, Squid Puppy says Toys R Us. Greyhawk says Toys R Us. Um. Oh, but see, Greyhawk, that's awesome though. Your manager tried, you know, to make it bearable. You know, at least you had somebody there. Um. Oh, hero. Steve, I raise you turkey bucks, manning the door to stamp you were there. Okay, that would be Michael's Arts and Crafts. They used to have this thing called turkey bucks. And if I'm not mistaken, you know, the turkey bucks had a different value during different time frames. And you had to stamp your people that they were there at the correct time frame for the coupon. Oh, yeah, it, that, that, that was stupid. And that was back during, like, the scrapbooking days. You know, back when scrapbooking was really, really huge. Mm-mm. You got full-grown women fighting over twelve by twelve scrapbook paper. I actually witnessed that happen. That was that was something else. Um, third, Joey says thirteen K marks is thirteen times more than I thought that were left. Right. <coughs> <coughs> oh, so let's talk about Macy's buying into Toys R Us and on their Thanksgiving parade. That's right. Did did Macy's? Did was Macy's who bought Toys R Us and was going to put them strictly online? Is that right? I haven't really followed that, and and I'm a terrible human being. I didn't watch the parade. <laughs> I, I never watched the parade ever. So Jeffrey the giraffe is back. <laughs> I don't like that name because Jeffrey reminds us of a a district manager we 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 don't care for. Hero says it was fifty percent off from four a.m. to five a.m. for turkey bucks. And then it went down as the time progressed and you would have people try to reuse them. Crazy. Um, Oh, Mariah, Karen, I do not know if we got any confirmation on that or not. I have not seen anything even in the press. Um, sounds like another PR stunt. Uh, Greyhawk says the funniest thing I've ever seen in retail was black Friday toys R us though. When the store manager refused to allow anyone in the store until they sung the t- toys R us song in its entirety. That really happened. Oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> that that's, that's good stuff. Uh, Joey says at one point I was walking around the floor with a wooden stake and my manager just saw it and went, Oh my God, put that away and laughed. <laughs> um, Russell, it is not better than the Super Bowl. I take that back. The only time I watched a parade, like for real, was when Kiss was on it, and it was terrible. <laughs> you know, lip syncing, and it was it was just bad. So I actually looked out for that. But yeah, so um, 
Maiden says, we have an old Toys R Us in Asheville that hasn't been turned to anything, and it's just creepy and sad to see all the signage and everything still up and empty. <laughs> Mariah Karen says, I used to make high school kids sing or dance to get tickets to R-rated movies. That's good. Um, Hero says, I do not support Steve's parade views. That's quite all right. Gene and Paul support it, though. Um Iris says, other than Black Friday, what is the worst day to be employed in retail? <laughs> Inventory day. Can I get an amen? Is, is there anybody that can give me a day other than Black Friday and inventory day, which is worse? That's a good question, but for if you're a store manager, it's it's inventory. Greyhawk says, this is the same manager that would zone the store, riding a Power Wheels police car. It would write tickets for improperly zoned aisles. He was awesome. <laughs> That's good. That's really, really good. Um, I did something, you know, really, really stupid. I, when I worked for Jesus's craft store, um, I used to, while my team was like recovering the store, I would get in a wheelchair and go through every single aisle and it was really it was really kind of eye-opening because in a wheelchair your field of view obviously is a lot lower and you start finding all this stuff that people missed in the recovery process but yeah i'd be scooting around the store on a wheelchair <laughs> so it was terrible new year's in the grocery department um why uh, it, uh, is this a collard greens and black eyed peas kind of trauma um, Mariah Karen says, I'll have Christmas Day PTSD for the rest of my life. Yeah, you will. Um, yeah, Jesus' craft store. <laughs> yeah, I did. Fourth of July and grocery ain't no fun either. No, that's true too. Um, alcohol trauma. <laughs> yes, I okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that, that, that could be very, very true. Um, yeah, the day after Christmas is pretty bad, you know, because you're dealing with returns. Um, Post-Christmas returns do suck. <laughs> they are really, really, really terrible. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – I'm trying to think other days that would be – if you work in Dollar Tree, Valentine's Day is a nightmare. I used to call it balloon again because you would get these boxes of balloons. Let, let me tell you about the, the, this order. Really. All right. So Dollar Tree sells balloons before the quote unquote helium shortage. But anyway, we would get a shipment of these heart balloons over the course of several weeks. They'd send us a chart and tell us to figure out like mathematically how many balloons we had to blow up each day. And we never followed that <laughs> ever. So what happens is by the day of, you know, when a Cupid arrives, your entire store is full of balloons. You have blown up every Valentine balloon you can find. You let them go up to the ceiling all over the store. And I know Russell will remember this. We had one guy come in and bought a hundred balloons. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> but, um, yeah, and it was terrible. You'd have people want balloon bouquets and all this other stuff. It, it was It was just a nightmare. Um, maiden back to school shoppers. That's something a lot of people in retail fail to realize that while a lot of people hate black Friday and Christmas, 
Office Depot, Office Max, Staples, Office Supply Stores, back to school is their Christmas season. And when I worked for Office Max, it literally was like Black Friday for like a week as they ran these sales on school supplies. I remember walking through and seeing like little kids on office chairs just going vroom, zooming across the store. But yeah, that is their, the flip side to working in office supplies is during the holidays, like real holidays, it's, oh, it's peaceful. You ain't got no problems. It's, it's actually a pretty good existence, but yeah, back to schools, office supply retails, uh, Christmas. Ooh, I don't know who's responsible for black Friday. Does anybody got anything on that? You know, as much as I dive into this, I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I don't really know where that came from. <laughs> um, I just know that, <laughs> that it, it's terrible. Um, Mother's Day. Yeah, that's okay. The Super Bowl totally empties out after 2 p.m., but you still have to pretend to be busy. Yeah. Um, North Carolina used to have tax-free weekend. Yeah, we, we've still got it down here it wasn't kmart no i don't think it was kmart i think i think that was a collective thing that happened amongst all industries um grayhawk says i heard that macy's and pennies had a lot to do with black friday but i've not necessarily researched it yeah oh florida has three tax-free holidays hero how many do we have do we just have one or don't we have two Yeah, and that's another thing. You tax-free weekend, these people come in, and there's lists saying that, you know, um, these are the things that qualify, and it's just like anything else. You know, the customers come in, oh, well, this should be tax-free. Well, it's not on the list. Well, it should be tax-free, and then it's the same thing. Philly says, it's traditionally when business started making money again instead of being in the red. With start of winter, it went black pen for breaking or making money. Philly for the win. What's up, Sarah? Uh, it started as a way to get companies back into black financially for the year. You always were the smart one. Um, oh, Sean Isaacs ha- has sent us a history.com link that we could check it out. Uh, Greyhawk, Florida doesn't need any tax-free. They make a killing on tourism dollars there. Uh, that's true. Um, let's see, the earliest evidence of the phrase... Black Friday originated in Philadelphia dating back to 1961 where it was used by police to describe the heavy pedestrian and vehicular traffic. Oh, that's interesting. Speaking of Black Friday, have y'all seen the Black Friday musical? It's amazing. No, I have not. Uh, I do want to see the Black Friday movie, though. I actually reached out to the screenwriter for that. He he just ignored me. Uh, or maybe he didn't see it. I don't know. See if we could get him on the show. I thought that'd be cool. Uh, hybrid says it started in the fifties as people who would call out the day after Thanksgiving so they could have a four day weekend. I could see that being fact. Joey says Macy starts all the retail bullshit. They're open to do curbside pickup orders on Thanksgiving day. Rethink your life. If you were spending your Thanksgiving, picking up a Macy's order or a Boston market order. I forgot to add that in. I know it wasn't really Black Friday, but if you guys haven't heard about that, there was a a Boston market <laughs> that shut down. Everybody quit. Everybody walked out and on Thanksgiving, and there were people lined up outside pissed off because they had ordered their Thanksgiving dinner from Boston market. Oh, boy. 
Florida added a bunch of tax-free days this year for like camping equipment and concert tickets to get people doing shit outside. Oh, yeah, that that makes sense. Greyhawk says, "Makes me wonder how Sam Walton would respond to the concept of Black Friday." You know, like I said, I've got a friend who worked for Walmart, and let me tell you something: that it is, it is to hear him tell it. You know, it is such a different company since Sam Walton died. He said one of the most amazing things about Sam Walton was he remembered people's names. And we're not talking about like store managers. We're talking about like long-term employees. He would walk into a store and know like the core staff and go up and talk to them and say, hey, you know, shake their hand. How you doing? Stuff like that. And, um, you know, it, it's a, it's such a different thing now with him gone. <laughs> oh. So you had that one happen. You had one happen next to you, Philly. Oh, that's great. Um, Russell says, well, you ain't picking up shit till after the parade. I'm not watching the parade. <laughs> and I agree. Solidarity to the employees of that Boston market, man. But how sad of a human are you? If you're getting your Thanksgiving meal from Boston market, I'm sorry. Look, I'm not a cook, but I can cook. It's just like, I'm not a mechanic, but I can watch the hell out of a YouTube video. Come on, guys. There are enough cooking shows out there to teach you how to cook basic Thanksgiving dinner. Philly says, yep, they hit fucking o'clock and left. Good for them. Wow. You know, Greyhawk, um, that it's, uh, you know, my friend has, has a lot of good to say about him. You know, that, that it is a different company since then, but you know, he really, he really cared. Um, you know, it was totally different. Iris says Sears are the genesis of a lot of modern retail, despite their fall in the last few decades, not blaming them for black Friday. Well, Sears, you know, was an iconic American brand. And there was this gentleman by the name of Eddie Lampert, um, who came on the scene later, but right before Lampert came on, uh, the CEO for Kmart decided we're going to buy Sears. So they bought Sears, ran them into the ground. Eddie Lampert came on as CEO. And the first thing he did, or one of the first things was all the iconic Sears brands he sold. Kenmore was a household name that represented quality and great craftsmanship. Nope. Sold it. Craftsman tools. Any handy people out there, if you if your papa's had craftsman tools, that was the good stuff. Lifetime warranties. You could walk in with a broken wrench and they'd turn around and give you another one. Sold it off. Um, so all the iconic brands and everything that Sears stood for, one individual pretty much ran it in the ground. And that's and that's terrible. Out of all the businesses out there, you know, Sears was pretty iconic, you know, you know, and synonymous with American business. And, um, they botched it. They, they, they killed it. I mean, I remember one time reading a study that Sears and Kmart spent the least amount of money per square foot on refurbishing their stores. And it was like less than a dollar per square foot. Hero says he hates Christmas and modern entertainment too much for the parade. I like modern entertainment. I think the band ghost is pretty modern ma'am. And I like them a lot. Because if you have ghosts, you have everything. So hush your face. Um, Maiden says, anyone work for bulk retailers like Sam's or Costco? Had a friend that worked for them on Black Friday a few years ago said it was always nuts. 
Ooh, <clears throat> uh, I don't know anybody right off. No. Um, Mariah Karen says our company has been changing since our founder died. And I like to hold out hope, but some of the decisions up until the last few months have been head scratchers. Yeah. Usually that's the way it happens. Greyhawk says Sears, you know what happened to Sears? They both failed to adapt to a changing market, much like Radio Shack and Circuit City, as well as destroying customer loyalty by selling off those brands like Steve has just mentioned. Yeah, I mean, look, I when I worked for Kmart, I got selected to go to some hoo-ha shindig up at Hoffman Estates, which was their corporate office. And let me tell you something. Eddie Lampert is is the man who killed Sears and Kmart. Um, you walk into their, their home office, the building's big enough, it straddles like a county line. And you walk into this place, and it's like going into like a high-end mall. It's got escalators and waterfalls and, and marble benches jutted out of the wall. They took us into their cafeteria, which was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, any kind of food you wanted, there was like a little separate restaurant that, that made it. And they bragged about, hey, you know, our, our um, cafeteria is, is the second largest in operation only to the Pentagon. And I'm thinking... Well, if you spend all, it's literally set up there. Nobody ever had to leave. There were like two barber shops and like hair salons. There was like stores in there. There was an automotive place. You could literally live in that building. <laughs> and you got stores out there suffering. Not, can't get payroll. I know when Kmart started closing, they started laying managers off. They were losing severance packages and stuff. It was, it was awful. I mean, and Eddie Lampert, he, he killed Sears. 100%. Radio Shack, a name we don't mention in the house anymore. Let me tell you something. As a little boy who grew up in a very techie home with a father who had a degree in telecommunications and was a math whiz and electronics whiz, I used to love to go to Radio Shack when Radio Shack was what it was meant to be, where you could go get components and Heath kits and stuff like that. And, you know, to, um, to his point there a second ago, um, they lost their way. Radio Shack lost their way. And, you know, like Greyhawk said, I mean, they, they, they got so far away from what they brought them to the dance. It was, it was, it was too late. You know, um, Joey says, isn't it telling of American culture that there are pseudo holidays where people go insane because they can buy something without tax? Yes. Yes. This is a whole lot. <laughs> Mariah Karen says, that's kind of how it was when I worked for National Amusements. They kept selling off assets, both intellectual and otherwise, until they were just a handful of theaters in the Northeast. Yeah. Yep. Um, Sean says, I remember Kmart had Little Caesars in them. Talk about companies that didn't nosedive. I remember when Kmart had like a full-scale restaurant slash deli in it, and they sold these things called JoJo Fries, or like these breaded potato planks that were to die for. But yeah, in the got rid of all that shit um yeah right you're right maiden turned into selling phone plans and prepaid service correct uh hey mariah karen says my brother went to school for electrical engineering and spent a gd mint at radio shack for it yep yep um Greyhawk says uh it's almost always the death of corporations when they expand span beyond their first door because the corporate board seems to have never stepped foot in a retail location of their own brand here here 100% right. They're making decisions based off like shit they're reading and whatnot, and they just don't know how a store operates. Yeah, uh, Radio Shack tried. 
And it's like Circuit City. Somebody bought the name, and Circuit City is alive and well, but it's online only now, which is a shame. You know, I mean, there were some great companies out there for quite a while that, you know, were mismanaged and and handled poorly. I don't know what our, if we've got any old people like me, but there were stores like Sky City, Sam Solomon, Service Merchandise, um, TGNY, Pick and Pay Shoes. And these were all great stores at uh, Roses. I know some of you may know about Roses now. That's totally different than what it used to be. You know, it's just company mismanagement. Uh, angry IT guy says my last visit to Radio Shack was when they refused to sell me a prepaid phone if I didn't buy minutes for it. I had an unlimited plan. Wow. <laughs> um, Maiden says nope. Yet Radio Shack promised their employees they would figure it out, and those employees stayed on that sinking ship and got fucked. Yep, that is correct. Um, yeah, yeah. And Best Buy just destroyed Circuit City, but you know Best Buy has done so much to tarnish their own image over the past two years that I just don't think that, you know, man, I'm telling you, cause see, they're so, that's the thing, you know, anything electronic, the profit margins are squat. I mean, I'm telling you there, there is no hardly any margins on electronic merchandise. So it's, it makes sense to me why Best Buy would push real hard on like cellular phone contracts and stuff like that. They got to be getting some sort of kickbacks because there, there's just not a lot of profitability in electronics. You know, and it's it's just the way it is. So, uh, Greyhawk says, Planograms, for example, at Toys R Us, we had to delete entire shelves off the plan due to literally not having the floor space for it. The look on the DM's face when we told him we deleted it due to his incompetence. Wow. Now, I will give credit. When uh, I worked in the craft business, I worked for AC Moore, which is no longer with us, which is a, another terrible thing. They were a great company to work for. That was the first company I ever worked for where on a planogram you had sales reports that you could break your sales reports down to almost a four-foot a four section and a category in your planogram. And if you had sales history over four weeks that the item just didn't sell, you could remove that item from your planogram. And that was wonderful. Hero says, you mean like GameStop focusing on buying old phones? GameStop's just a... GameStop reminds me of Guitar Center right now. They just trying to find a way to stay afloat. Because a lot of people like physical media and video games. I'm okay with digital stuff. I think physical media, you know, unless you're a collector, you know, from like the older consoles is great. I'm totally digital now, but, you know, they've lost their way. Greyhawk says, Geek Squad alone has tarnished the Best Buy image. I'm banned from a Best Buy in Raleigh due to having steered a fellow customer away from Geek Squad, a freelance IT on the side from a retail job. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, I, I've never dealt with Geek Squad. I, part of me feels like Geek Squad is like totally there to like scam elderly folks and people that don't know anything about technology. <laughs> I mean, I, if, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but it, that just seems like what it would be like for me. Um, Maiden says at Radio Shack, my husband was told to fire an employee who had been with them for 27 years because they couldn't meet their prepaid sales goals for the month. He refused and got moved to a shitty store. They got shut down within a month. Profits over people. 
Irish asks, in the U.S., what do corporate slash senior management think of Black Friday? Most here see it as an inconvenience at best. Well, corporate and senior management typically are all off. They're they're unavailable. They're not working that day. And all they see it as is you better hit your sales numbers. That's really how they see it. I like physical media on like older stuff. I, re- I really do hybrid. I mean, like, but now. I mean, from a conservation standpoint, I mean, there is a conversation to, ha- to be had about, you know, digital storefronts pulling games down. But, you know, I'm on the Microsoft bandwagon and have been for a while, plus Nintendo. But I think Microsoft will do a pretty good job of curating that stuff um, a lot longer than the other companies will. But if it's something special, I mean, like I'll buy physical media for like Nintendo all day long, you know, especially if it's something cool. I mean, I still have my unopened copy of uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars or whatnot. Um, Greyhawk says, that's 100% correct about Geek Squad. The example I just mentioned, that customer was told he needed to replace his PC monitor when Windows had crashed on him. Whoa! Wow! They were told to replace a monitor because Windows crashed? Holy shit, that is awful. That that kind of makes me angry. Not going to lie, that, that's terrible. Uh, Philly says, my boss, this whole holiday season, I'm unavailable to personal reasons. I twitch. That's some bullshit right there, too, Philly. Um, Mariah says, I only buy physical games if I want to share with my brothers. Yep. Joey, you're right. No need to reserve a copy of a digital download. Hey, uh, I'm a Game Pass fan. I'm sorry. Best ga- be- best value in gaming. Um, I've had his gamer tags since Xbox Live came out. Same, same. My gamer tag, I've had Xbox Live since, you know, for 20 years. You know, we just hit that 20th anniversary. Actually, on a side note, you know, when they announced their last batch of backwards compatible games, they dropped three of my favorite of all time. And I have physical copies, but I downloaded the, the digital and that was Time Splitters 2, Time Splitters Future Perfect, and Advent Rising. Love those games. And they play excellent. Mariah Karen says, Philly, I keep seeing your tweets. You got to start looking for a new place to work, man. Yeah. We don't need to see you finally snapping one day. We we, we don't need a GoFundMe to get um, <clears throat> Philly out of prison. Greyhawk says, there's a certain nostalgia about physical media. I still buy my role-playing rule books physical when I can because there's just something right about the book. Well, that I would agree with, yes. Yes, Sean, it has been that long. It has been that long. And I've got every Xbox console made. So, you know, it was a struggle there for a minute to find a Duke. But I, I got one. Um, game Pass for the win. Absolutely. Forts of five. Horizon five was great. Uh, Maiden says, Chris buys all his games digitally now after GameStop fucked him one too many times. <laughs> Philly says, LOL, I've been looking right now. Sucks because it's just seasonal work. But my, but I find something not even giving two weeks. Solidarity with Philly there, guys. Because this sounds like his manager is just a piece of work. <laughs> um, But yeah, so, you know, Black Friday-wise, guys, I mean, I, I think that for the, for the majority of everything, the public behaved. I, and I'm really shocked. I, I really thought that, you know, hey, this was going to be the year. I'm glad I was wrong, you know, 
Um, Hero says, speaking of new jobs, how about these businesses proudly display their hiring with a starting pay of $10 an hour? Yeah, we witnessed that today for a, a Zaxby's bragging that they were starting at 10 bucks an hour. I'm like, you, you are behind the curve right now. Yeah, Joey, that's from what I'm reading. That's what it really seems like. It's, um, we'll see how cyber Monday is. If the numbers are down on that too, you know, it'd be interesting. But what, what I'm waiting to hear is watch some idiot out there is going to say, well, the reason sales were down was the extended unemployment benefits were ended and that money wasn't getting pumped into the economy. Watch. And it's going to come from somebody who bitched about the extended unemployment for people not wanting to work. They can't make up their minds. <laughs> oh, that McDonald's berserk posted was holy shit. The, the picture of like, it was a picture of $12 bills. This is how much you make an hour. And when you not realizing that when you visualize that, it doesn't look that good. <laughs> it's like, do I really want to give an hour of my time to McDonald's for 12 of those? It was uh, pretty bad. <laughs> the reason sales were down was because of the retail war zone. Um, no. <laughs> That'd be great if it was, though. That would be awesome. I'd, I think we'd all gladly be poster people for that shit. Joey says, it could be the total lack of sales exclusive to today or even stuff worth buying. I, you know, doorbusters are, are a big deal, and there just weren't a lot this year. And there again, with it being, you know, doorbusters are mostly electronic merchandise. Well, we know there's a chip shortage. So, yeah, I don't think there was, there wasn't anything that was popping, you know. And I think a lot of us just ignore the Black Friday commercials now. I really do. Um, Mariah Karen says, like talking to a child, we pay this many. <laughs> Sean says, how much do you figure COVID had to do with the amount of people that decided to stay home or maybe get curbs out of avail? I'm sure that impact was different in different places. I think that has a lot to do with it still. I really do. And, you know, everybody's entitled to their belief. I, you know, I'm not saying somebody's right or wrong. You know, I make my choices, you make your choices, everybody makes their choices, whatever. But I do believe that the pandemic does have a lot to do with um, it not being as stellar as people hoped it would be. Especially with the news today about, you know, was it Omicron, you know, that sounds like a Decepticon now. We're all in trouble. Um, Iris says, to touch on future episodes, what percentage of HR or senior management people have worked on the floor on a Black Friday, do you think? Less than 20. Guaranteed. Less than 20. And that and 20% is probably being damn generous. Um, Mariah Karen says, I can tell you COVID impacts zero here in Florida. <laughs> yeah. It will cause the sun shining. You got all that vitamin C. Um, wow. Heroes were even hardcore. She says less than 5%. That's a woo. There's a, there's no margin for error there. Speaking of HR, like I said, Wednesday, I'm going to have a former human resources manager on. We have been, Irish and I have been foaming at the mouth to get an HR person for months now. He's reached out to people. I've reached out to people. And, and, and this person happened to put po a post on anti-work. And I'm like, shit, I better message him now. 
and send all the links to the different articles from Business Insider and all the different episodes and whatnot. And they were like, hey, I really want to do this. And I'm like, hey, I really want you to. So we have a mutual agreement. So that'll be going down. Uh, you know, hybrid, uh, Mariah Karen asked about that. There hasn't been a peep about that. So it almost seems like it's a PR thing because we've got no boots on the ground representation of, oh, yeah, the Macy's people came. But I stand by what I said. Look, even if these people worked in the store, let's be let's be for real here for just a minute, okay? You know, so what happens is you these corporate people are going to go work in some store. Don't think for a minute that a regional vice president didn't call the DM and say they better be on their best behavior. The store better be tip top shape, blah, blah, blah. Then the DM calls us that poor store manager and says, look, these people are working in your store. You need to make sure that everybody's in dress code. Everybody's doing this, that everybody's doing that, blah, blah, blah. And it's all pomp and circumstance. It's those people working in that building are probably walking into a situation that this, the management and staff have been beaten down so much and threatened that if anything goes wrong, that's their jobs, that it's, it's no different than preparing for like a corporate visit. And these corporate people are going to walk in and work in these stores and leave beat and say, I don't know what all the fuss is about. It wasn't so bad. I mean, <laughs> that's a hundred percent promise you. That's what happened. Um, Iris says HR are the beating heart of corporate indifference. In my opinion, I can't wait for Wednesday. Now, remember, I want everybody to know this, this person is pro employee. Okay. So I know there's some HR people we'd like to tear into. This is not one of them. We're going to get their thoughts on, on all that mess. So, but, um, oh yeah, the serving times did do an article about it. Guys, if you haven't checked it out, uh, Mariah Karen has started his own um, news publication, we will call, called The Serving Times. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, he's an excellent writer, by the way. So the stuff he comes up with is pretty good. <laughs> proud to say, proud to say that I know him. Is, um, by the way, Mariah Karen, is Daniel your brother? I'm just curious because if he is, I'm sure he's jealous of you. I just want to throw that out there. You could tell him I said that. Yeah. Wednesday's going to be good. Wednesday ought to be interesting because it's going to be nice to hear somebody, you know, on that side of the fence, you know, tell us what they think. <laughs> okay. You can tell him I said he, you're the better writer. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, Wednesday's going to be really, really good. And guys, if you haven't checked out the article, you know, from the BBC, check it out. You, you've got to, you've got to translate it in Google translate. Bless her heart. She, she emailed me or she sent me a DM. She's like, here's the article. I hope you're able to use Google translate to read it. And I was like, yes, ma'am. I already have. Thank you, you know, for covering these issues or whatnot. But the reason I, I figured out that it was out was because I was on YouTube and I saw that, um, this person had subscribed to our channel and I clicked on the person's name. I'm like, wait a minute. This is all, all Brazilian stuff. I'm like, how did they find us? And I'm like, Oh, there it is. You know, but, um, it was really, really good stuff. A lot of fun. Uh, hybrid says I had two HR reps at target who were pro employee and actually left the company because they couldn't throw away their morals. I agree. I agree. It happens a lot. So, but, uh, you know, I think most people that get out of HR are the ones who go in 
They go in broad-eyed, bushy-tailed, thinking they're going to make a difference and they're going to make it better for the employees. And they realize that's not what their job is. And then they spin out and they leave. Uh, Greyhawk says, okay, to be fair, there is a lot of extrication on Black Friday customer issues, i.e. one of my coworkers that feels the need to hold the floor in place whilst we bust ass. But overall, Black Friday needs to be sent the way of the dodo. As a, bu- as a business admin major and having wrote a lot of papers about it, Black Friday typically doesn't do enough to keep businesses afloat profitable and make it worth keeping. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. And I'm almost curious is if this year for these corporations is not like an experiment to see if they spread it out over a week instead of just the one day. Maybe they're looking at phasing it out. If it's if it's not that big a deal anymore, and Cyber Monday has really taken the 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 shine off of Black Friday, you know why not have you know Black Friday week, and then maybe that's something that we're not privy to that's going on in the industry. Maybe they're looking to kind of eliminate it, and that would be great. Uh, Maiden says lack of upholding HR regulations was a tipping point for me bouncing out of retail. I just want to say, fuck that place. Um, anyway, Greyhawk also said, I've considered HR, and then I looked into it and realized what it really is. Correct. Correct. It's like anything else. There's good people that work in all these segments, but it's the good people that get shit on, and it's the good people whose spirit gets broken, and they're the ones that wind up quitting. The trash always stays. Um, Joey says, we are openly hostile to our corporate visitors to the point where we're kept away from them when they show up. Oh, I would love to walk into your location when that happens. I think that would be beautiful. Um, Mariah Karen says, Black Friday is the most elaborate bait and switch scam in the history of sleazy sales tricks. I agree. Oh, my God, Hero. You need to stop. They're just planning on adding it to the start of Christmas in July. By the way, guys, I want to apologize because if you were in the beginning, you know, while the stream was setting up, you heard Christmas music. All right. That's not really a troll. I know how we all feel about that, but that was me. All right. That was my attempt at doing a Christmas song. I recorded that like 12 years ago. So at least it's got guitar in it and nobody's singing. So there, and it's fully original. Um, So I wasn't trolling you guys. Uh, Joey says, I mean, anything I was interested in buying was online with a sale going through Monday. True. Mariah Karen says, I will hurt someone for saying Christmas in July. That is the dumbest thing ever. I, I, who started that? We talk about who started Black Friday. Who started Christmas in damn July? I mean, why would you do that? I know somebody who is going to disagree with me here, but these these like year-round Christmas stores, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? We don't need that. There's a reason why it's called a season, <laughs> you know, but you got year round Christmas stores. I was like, man, I mean, damn, um, Jesus's craft store might as well damn be a 365 day a year Christmas store because shit. I mean, it, it's, you get Christmas rolls in, in June and it's on the shelf, uh, you know, until see January, February, March, until almost April, you know, in some situations. I do not know the watermelon sugar song. I'm probably glad that I don't. 
we had a Christmas tree shop back home that did pretty good business all year. Now, are you talking about the brand Christmas tree shop? Because we have one here and it's a very clever name, but they don't sell Christmas stuff year round. And I know Bed Bath & Beyond bought them, if I'm not mistaken. I, and I don't understand it. You know, you know, let's go to the Christmas tree shop. Okay. We go in there. There's no Christmas trees. Where is the Karen complaining about the false advertising? Yes, the chain. Uh-huh. Okay, up north, did they sell Christmas stuff all year long? I'm just curious. Before they got bought out? <laughs> Greyhawk says, all the other holidays keep getting ate by Christmas like Cthulhu rising from the waters of Wall Street to conquer the other holiday cryptids. That is that is awesome. <laughs> awesome. Maiden says, fuck it, Christmas in March. Sorry, Irish. We're going to just bypass St. Patrick's Day now. Oh, shots fired. Um, Joey K says, teleport me to the Middle Ages and play any of those charts, top 40 songs, and I will run alone into a battle with a Q-tip and went out of rage. Joey wins the chat. That, that is fantastic. Um, Mariah Karen says, my ex was fucking obsessed with them. I remember we got in a fight and I dented someone's car in the parking lot. Did you dent it with a Christmas item? Because that'd be like bonus points if you did. More bonus points if you broke the Christmas item in doing so. Um, Maiden says, just kidding. We can't give up our only drinking day at this point. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's the same here. Um, Mariah Karen says, no, during the off time, it was just Karen-ish decor and shit. So it was wall-to-wall, live, laugh, love, huh? <laughs> Hero says, oh, you can have a tree year-round and just decorate it like an oversized seasonal wreath. No, you can't. <laughs> Not on my watch <laughs> with my car. <laughs> wow. So this has been fun. Um, thank you guys for sharing your stories and whatnot. I, I like the chats. I'm out. You know, I like, you know, I'm trying to get to where we have more, you know, obviously guests and whatnot. But, uh, you know, I like you know, like I said the other night, you know, the chat is king. Um, oh, Joey K says my store sells wreaths for every season. Shit, that's terrible. <laughs> Please make them go away. Um, but yeah, so this has been good. Hey, if you worked out there today and you survived, great. Um, you know, it, it's uh, hybrid hooligan. You know, you had an interesting situation where the script was flipped and it was the staff instead of the Karens. So that's, you know, it could have been worse, I guess. But thankfully, it went off without a hitch. As far as we know, at this moment in time, tomorrow, we might wake up and see that it was worse than we thought. So, but I think overall, this was a peaceful one. And I think that, you know, judging by some of the comments and the chat and whatnot, I think we may be on to something. I think that we might be at the beginning of them phasing it out. You know, why not just stretch it out during the week? And uh, because I don't think when the smoke clears that the numbers are going to be all that impressive. And trust me, these corporations are all about making money and they're not going to keep investing in a day that doesn't produce. So, you know, if a lot of us that work retail, 
or have worked retail, we will not go shop on, you know, Black Friday. And I think a lot of people aren't as well. And, you know, the anti-work movement is something special. Um, I'm going to try to dig in and see if I can get somebody on from there. Um, there's something that's going on that's very intriguing to me. Uh, I posted it on Twitter about these um, receipt messages coming out that talk about, you know, talking about your pay and stuff like that, that's starting to spread. And I don't know if that's, if they're being hacked or if it's inside jobs or whatnot, but that's a very, very interesting thing to research. And it would be great to kind of get to the bottom of that and, and see what's going on there. Um, Greyhawk says my staff was awesome today. Whole department was in there in solidarity, cussing out customer stupidity under our breast. We went to war today and we were victors. And that is the way to be. If you, if you've got to be stuck in it and trust me, a lot of us have been for a long time, you know, make the best of it, stick together and get through it. I hope that, you know, you guys actually, the companies you work for fed you at least, I will say the decor store sucked, but they did give us a pretty hefty budget for Black Friday. And um, they gave us a budget for Black Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And we ate really, really good. So you, you could do a lot with food. And I would like to say that if you do go and you read the article from the BBC, you can read in Portuguese, they don't want pizza parties. So, because I, I actually mentioned that. So, um but yeah, um, ball sharks will be talking soon. Um, angry IT guy. I do not, will not shop on black Fridays or holidays. Sarah says I've never done it. Um, Greyhawk says funny thing. When I was in the army reserve, I always had drill on black Friday weekend. And when I retired out and had to be in the black Friday nonsense, y'all want a culture shock. Please tell me that. Black Friday's worse than the Army Reserve. I think that's where you're going with that. Because <laughs> it it, it's got to be. Um, and for you guys that stuck it out and did good by your staffs and whatnot, that's great. You know, thank God all of you that were in it, you're safe. You didn't have to do any bullshit. That's awesome. Um, Wednesday's going to be cool. Uh, I got to get with Alki. I'm going to have him back on. We're going to do a Q&A. I'm not sure what kind of Q&A it's going to be. If it's just, it might just be a Q&A you know, with, uh, him. Um, and that would be awesome. Wow. Greyhawk says, Oh yes. By far black Friday is worse than the U S army. Holy shit. Wow. I guess that's all we need to know. I guess we'll end it there. <laughs> so, I mean, proofs in the pudding. So you guys, thanks for showing up tonight. Thanks for hanging out. Wednesday's going to be cool. I'll have the audio for this up here in a little bit or whatnot, and um, I'll get to work on that. But Wednesday's going to be cool. Uh, if you guys got suggestions or ideas or people that you know that have stories to tell and you can get them on, you let me know. You know, we'll make it happen. So all you guys, I'm glad you were safe today. I'm glad you didn't participate in it. Um, it's over. So we ain't got to worry about it for another year. So let's hope that they do phase it out. So all you guys, we will see you next time.